So I'm going to start with a quote from Pastor Dave Barnhart. He's a traditional Christian pastor. The unborn are a convenient group of people to advocate for. They never make demands of you. They, ne- they are morally uncomplicated. Unlike the incarcerated, addicted, or the chronically poor, they don't resent your condescension or complain that you're not politically correct. Unlike widows, they don't ask you to question patriarchy. Unlike orphans, they don't need money, education, or childcare. Unlike aliens, they don't bring all that racial, cultural, and religious baggage that you dislike. They allow you to feel good about yourself without any work at creating or maintaining relationships. And when they are born, you can forget about them because they cease to be unborn. It's almost as if, by being born, they have died to you. You can love the unborn and advocate for them without substantially challenging your own wealth, power, or privilege, without reimagining social structures, apologizing, or making reparations to anyone. They are, in short, the perfect people to love if you want to claim you love Jesus, but actually dislike people who breathe. Prisoners, immigrants, the sick, the poor, widows, orphans, all the groups that are specifically mentioned in the Bible, they all get thrown under the bus for the unborn. This is cold. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. It's cold. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Alba likes a beer after work. The thing is completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Prime Minister walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. Hi there, Australia. (laughs) Welcome to your podcast. This is your podcast. It's the podcast that you wanted, that you ordered. On Australian politics, demanded. You you saw all those other podcasts out there. You saw them. They've anyway, got boring, boring produce. journalists being nerds and boring all over the place. But instead, yeah. production values. Y- y- indeed, <laughs> those things. All that. What do you call it? Editing. <laughs> but you come to us, listener, because we've got soul, because we care, and we care about you. We've got a lot of feelings, and you're about to hear most of them. <laughs> so this is yeah. Australia's favourite cathartopod. G'day sausages. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. And I'm Chuck. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. And uh, like all weeks, we're discussing Australian politics and uh, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. There was a little hangover there, though. Can I clarify that first bit was not Australian politics? Not Australian politics. Not yet. yet. That is the thing. Okay. Yeah, not yet. You, listener, you're, you're a follower of Australian politics, so you know that Australia is a country in the world. And the world has other countries, and the other countries have other politics, and sometimes those other politics come to Australia. Not so fast, man. You, you, there's a lot of facts to be laying out. I don't, such I don't. Some of you may have followed us over from our previous incarnation. You may remember us from such podcasts as G'day Patriots. And that's it. That's it, really. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know. I mean, it, this is, this is um, as, as goes America, so goes many other places that uh, can't avoid it. And, uh, you know... There's yep. been some significant developments there in, in uh, abortion politics. Roe v. Wade maybe being... Anyway. Yeah, the super precedent may be overturned. And for everyone who said, oh, but I don't really like Hillary or her emails, fuck you. Oh, what I've fuck got. you so hard. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up because um, because during this week there was a poster, uh, poster picture going around uh, that had uh, three Queensland senators, Amanda Stoker, Matt Canavan... And other Christensen. Oh, Christensen. No, so not a senator. Let's not forget that Amanda Stoker is the minister assisting the prime minister on women. Yeah, but not well. 
So oh, there, just saying. there, there are people uh, out there who would who would very much like to push. It looked that like sort of a happy barbecue chat. They were smiling and grinning like they just won well, the Lamington eating and competition. And that's fine. I don't have a problem if they don't like as a, you know you know they're not pro-choice. That is okay. You know that's okay. You've got to have lots of different representations and that. But to not actually understand a fundamental point of feminist politics is just blows my brain. My little brain can't take it anymore. Nothing beyond this. The the government will control your body more than you're allowed to. Go and get fucked. Yeah, well, it's, it. and and it's also like, you know, us chicks haven't had a good couple of years. We've had a few issues, mm-hmm. issues mm-hmm. and things. And this one coming for you too is necessary. Oh my god, have I got it's the just, energy I mean, to wind up again? I've been listening to. Sorry, listen. We'll get to proper. Australian oh yeah, we'll politics just, in a sec. Yeah. We'll but, but I've been listening up. to a whole bunch of the New York Times pod- podcasts on the. Um, the stuff that they're doing in places like Texas and Florida mm. <clears throat> um, against transgender kids or transgender yep. fam- uh, families with transgender kids, that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, it's it's it just boils down to freedom for a very narrow, narrow. Set, of, set of people. Yep. It's 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 only for the man of the house. Did you catch Elizabeth Warren's curbside? She was coming out of somewhere and she was caught by a, a journo, journal-ish person. And the poor woman, she was shaking, she was enraged, she was nearly in tears. Like, I think she was genuinely in shock. Who, Elizabeth Warren? Yeah, Elizabeth Warren was genuinely in shock. Oh, I was the other day, because yeah. I was like, oh no, this can't be right. And then the mm. fact that a, a, you know, a draft brief from the Supreme Court of the United States leaking is a whole other thing going on. So, yeah, it's it like, um, I'm partially tempted to crank up. Patriots again, but then I don't think I could do it again. No, it's too freaking hard. It yep. was too hard. Freaking Alito and his his constitutional originalist bullshit interpretation. Abortion wasn't in the original constitution. No, yeah. Uh, mate. Privacy wasn't. Electricity. Yeah, yeah there's some, and, and like it's just. I don't know if they need to talk about electricity in the constitution. Though. See, that's the slippery slope. <laughs> you don't put it in there, anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah, so let's go back to Australian pop. Well, but but yes, it very quickly moved into Australia as being um, the the very right wing mm. conservatives seeing a little you know glimmer of light that they might and, because because uh, well, they're not smart enough to have an original fucking thought. And so re- remember, <laughs> it is not like uh, abortion is as available as it should be here in Australia. There are still restrictions in different states that uh, that mean that people. Uh, don't get the healthcare that they need. Ah, mm. uh, but yeah, no. but um, where do we start? I'm going to start with a dumb one. I'm okay. going to start with yeah, a let's dumb move one. On. Uh, Peter G- Peter Dutton. Do you remember during the floods six weeks ago or so? Um, he, yeah. he he what, what floods? Uh, yeah, floods up in Lismore and etc. No, it was actually the Queensland ones. Queensland, um, he yeah. put out a GoFundMe and um, oh, yeah. and and so he's he's finally put out on his website. He said, okay, that's that's done. We've raised. We um, reached four thousand dollars. Well, no, twenty. Well, they, the weird thing to me was they said it raised uh, almost twenty nine thousand dollars. Now I'm not sure if this is Peter Dutton's fault, um, but it, but it was actually listed there as, as twenty eight thousand two hundred and thirteen or something like something that. Like and it's like you don't round twenty eight thousand two hundred and thirteen yeah, up to twenty nine. Bit in, and <laughs> yes, and you make yeah. it twenty nine. Like, yeah. well, you well you kick a bit in and you'd make it thirty. So Wouldn't it's you? at least no, but you can't make it too round. You got you got to make it sorry. thirty thirty and fifty eight. Okay, sorry, yeah, but um, that look. No, I look. It's good that there was some money, but by the that's not a lot in those that no. sphere. <laughs> I, I, well, you imagine the bottom floor of a standard house gets flooded and everything gets fucked. 
So that there's thirty grand. Oh no! No, 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 no! You could, you but could just raising. It's not much raised. But that's what I mean. What do you do with it? No, yeah. So, but that's because when Peter Dutton puts his face to something, <laughs> I certainly want to throw stuff at it. But it's not money. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so here's an interesting thing. Talking about raising money, um, Nicholas Gruen, who I meant to get a little bit of a bio on oh, yeah. him, but he's he's, got um, money. he's like an economist, and he he has interesting opinions on sortition. So. Uh, I would too if I knew what it was. Yeah. Sortition What's is the sortition? thing that I keep advocating that says you get rid of elections and you do ra- oh, random, 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 random selection okay. of people. Cool, cool. Anyway, he um, <laughs> did this uh, fundraising for Sophie Scamps, who's up against Jay- uh, who is taking on Jason Falansky, oh, yeah. the one who was nearly in tears last week. Is she teal? She's teal. She's teal. Right, she's teal time. Teal, um, going for the McKellar. And he said, "Okay, uh, up at, up to twelve thousand dollars. But if you donate twenty bucks, I'll put in twenty bucks." And oh, matching. Yeah, so he did a matching thing, which was very, which is very interesting to get people to do that. So mm. um, I thought, oh, that's another interesting way to do it. So they ca- they capped it because it could have gone bunter. I assume I don't know, but um, <laughs> you know, that is, is what does bunter mean? I'm from, um, from South Australia. What does it mean in South Australia? <laughs> does it mean go ice coffee? Oh, it goes nuts. It goes ice coffee. Yeah, it goes ice coffee. It goes full ice coffee. Goes Bodies in the barrel, ice coffee. <laughs> it's, it's potato cakes, peanut paste. It's it's everything. The crows. Goes all of them. It goes port as well. <laughs> Just chuck it all in there. No, but I mean it could, yeah, it could, it could really take off. So there was some restrictions around it. But that was an interesting thing that someone with a bit of money has gone, okay, I'm going to help this person out. And it was a con- kind of, a, I thought, a very constructive way to help mm. them out. So he's made his contribution, and um, not the same as the minister of the crown doing a crowd fund instead of using I don't know taxpayer money, oh, which yeah. I would be happy to pay. Like that's my taxes. I want it to go and help yeah. flood victims. Yeah, well, yeah. that and private schools, obviously. Yeah. Oh yes, those are my two. Yes, yes. I, I worry about them. I saw a kid the other day on a television program about Sydney, and his boater looked a little bit dented. That's no good. That's no good. <laughs> I kind of feel that they should have swimming pools. In swimming pools, mm. like that's what mm. that's what all private schools should have. Like, sort of extra swimming pools it's in their swimming pools. It's called freshwater lensing, like they have in yeah. some of the atolls in the Pacific. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, More damn. private schools. Hurry up and do that. Like <laughs> then, you know. Then how would we know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go for something serious then. Um, obviously. Oh, I was serious. Uh, if uh, if we are to get a federal anti-corruption wash. Watchdog, um, a watchdog or a watchdog. Mm. Um, you know, we've got to be really worried because uh, I understand the interest there is in this. I understand why people want it. But I also know that if you get it wrong, it could cause a lot of damage. I am trying to prevent a massive mistake. So Scott Morrison has, mm-hmm. has despite last election saying uh, he'd put up a federal ICAC type thing, well, you know it's the ALP's fault because yeah. they weren't going to vote for the thing that they didn't put up. Yeah. So now he's now he's saying it would lead to public autocracy. Yeah, uh, if like, we if we what yeah. a line! I, I nearly swallowed my own teeth when I read that line. Like <laughs> public autocracy, you son of a bitch! I, I like the quote. I'm going to say when he's talking to nine, um, when he was saying no, the quote from Scott. If we're going to if we're going to so disempower our elected representatives to do things about what is needed in their communities, then what is the point? We can't just hand government over to faceless officials to make decisions that impact the lives of Australians from one end of the country to the other. I actually think there's a great danger in that. So his concern is that if you have a and this has been parodied already infinitely, 
if you have a corruption commission, the problem is it'll get in the way of the corruption. Yeah, it would. It, it's it would, pretty much would the be. short version. Okay. We need to do yeah. a bit of corruption. Because yeah. what he's saying is the only way, what he's really saying between the lines is to get shit done, you've got to corrupt. Well, the other thing he said, and not, he actually said the words were, you should be able to allocate funds for community grants and infrastructure projects without fear of being investigated. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. Mm, mm, mm. So... So this is what's hampering them is because they might they might be investigated. Now it's very interesting because he, he Morrison keeps going on about how we don't want the New South Wales ICAC because you look at what it did to Gladys. Uh, so that's kangaroo court, mate. Kangaroo, kangaroo, court. kangaroo court and all the rest of it. So Perrottet came out helping the other day and said that anyone who criticised who bought into disrepute the. Um, ICAC that they had set up in New South Wales was bringing into question that idea of holding it above um, the, the system and mm. the person was a buffoon. No, that was um, Rust, the New South Wales Commissioner, the outgoing Commissioner called him oh, a buffoon. Oh, sorry, I thought it was Perrottet. But Perrottet did add Perrottet into did, this. Added, Perrottet added did, bit, yeah, did yeah. the first bit, sorry. Because, yeah, guy Stephen Rushton, he's the outgoing New South Wales Commissioner and he, he didn't name people, he just said people who criticise it were buffoons. Uh, so I get, I get that oh, God, um, yeah. this is not the issue that is going to sway those people, the undecideds, you know, those those six to whatever percent, we'll get to those numbers in a bit, yeah. um, uh, who, who remain undecided. And I think it's probably bigger than that. They are not sitting there thinking, okay, who's going to do the best version of a federal ICAC? I think many of those undecideds are not really thinking about... They're not thinking about... That, not that. So so we'll come to them and be charitable in, in a bit. But but who 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 argues for corruption? Who who is Oh, I know this one. Scott. I know. It's just like no 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 so corruption is what we got to do. We we just got to have a bit of corruption and we can't be watched over what by he, What he does is right. Argue for corruption. What you what you're not understanding, journalist, is if we don't have corruption, we can't get anything done. And by anything I mean Whatever we want. Well, I don't know if you 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 are big followers of history, but you know, uh, Siege. You Look, know, I've heard of it. You know that in the G'day Studios stable, mm. we have obviously G'day sausages, uh, G'day patriots that we can't do because it'll make you cry. Yeah. Uh, but but there was mooted once once that there would be a G'day roundheads, oh, which yeah, was G'day which roundheads. was <laughs> an exploration of the oh, English, English Civil, Civil War. War. <laughs> And I don't want to, I don't want to break it to you but 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 one of the big things yeah, about this is when a king holds himself above the law then we should chop his head off. Mm. That's the only thing you can do with a king that holds himself above the law. Yes. Mm. Here's, here's another thing that just drawing on other podcasts of the stable and that if the president does it, it's not a crime. In bloody D. <laughs> which is like, thank no you. No, President Nixon. No, President Nixon. David Frost says, thank you very much. I now have a career. Oh, I know, uh, right? Yeah, all of oh, that kind of what stuff. What a line, though. But but here's the thing. You know, this is old politics. The, the boss doesn't get to hold himself above the law. And no. yes, they may be bureaucrats, but they will have a guidelines. And You would hope so. Well, yeah, they... They sure My would. God, I like I don't Scott's even, these defense. Guys don't even like fronting up to Senate estimates. Did you hear when Scott was asked by a journo, you know, how did what, what was your reaction to being called a buffoon plus other stuff? Um, and he said, "Look, what I've said, what I've said, uh, what I've said about why I don't think that a model is a good model for the federal jurisdiction." He didn't say um, kangaroo court again, but then he goes on. This is my favorite bit: the individual in question, Mister Rushton, can say whatever he likes about me. I'm not easily offended. I think you've learnt that about me. That's true. Yes, we have because seriously, it, in public, the, in private, I've, it, we, all the stories are thin-skinned and of course very. All bullies fucking are, especially yeah. bullies who know they've got nothing. Mm. 
Mm. And at the moment, he's a bully who's cornered, whose pants are coming down, and there's no undies. But I just he's don't think I, I just don't understand <laughs> no. how how he's thinking there are votes in pro corruption. Like surely, surely he could just fob this issue off and go. Yeah, we'll be working on a on a model. Uh, we'll do a good yeah. one this time. After, yeah. but, but especially when it's um, one of the the thick one of the common threads of the teal candidates is yes. climate change. And an ICAC. It, that that ICAC. is the two things. Those yes. are the two things. Yes. So if you're so confident, he's, he's obviously so confident they're going to get a majority government and they can tell the crossbench where to go. He's not going to have to negotiate with anyone. That's what mm. he's thinking. I do not agree. But it, it, if you're coming out and, the, and your opening gambit is, I'm not going to do that thing that you want. Um, yeah. This does come back to, you know, I, I, my actual desire is not for a minority government, but probably my, if Scott Morrison has to has to get back in, forcing him to negotiate with those, I t- would with be. a, a plethora of teal months. independents, it would be great. They'd turf him. No, that, he'd, go, he'd go. He would not handle it. I, I, don't, I don't think it's because he, I, I think the reason he's doing this is because he doesn't know what else to do. I think he's such a, his, his needle's stuck in a groove. He doesn't know what else to do. I think, I, I think he lacks the intellect, the curiosity and the motivation to actually change it all. He's so impressed with himself. But it, but why did he go for a six-week campaign when he had nothing like to start off with and now he's just like, oh, God, we're reaching down the back of the couch and throwing old chewies at people, you it, know. It is like, one yeah. of those ones where he, he looks more – this is why I kind of – He looks really – he's starting to look rattled in my opinion. Yeah, and, and more and more what's what's there to do. You know, as, yeah. as people gradually come to it, it's like – you How know, much Harvard's best pointing and, can I do? And that's the thing. You could have imagined a short campaign where his first week was really strong. Come yep. out of the gates and, yep. and cut everyone's hair, make a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> uh, ratatouille, yep. and, and then you... Wax a few dates and get on with it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Whereas I, I now, know. the biggest story on about him in this past week was uncooked chicken. I, I know. And oh. that chicken was not cooked. Let's oh, it's the way the light bounced no, off well, it. The, like, the important oh, thing God, was not no. that the chicken wasn't cooked, it was that it was marinated in vomit. Yeah, well, <laughs> look. I, I, so, so I just wanted to just go on that for a second because one of the things I've been thinking about this week, and, and we'll come to the latest manifestation in a second, um, Scott Morrison had probably the strongest first week of the campaign. That was years ago. That was ancient history. It was, mm. that was months ago. Months ago. That was, that was mm. when Albo had his gaffe about not knowing a specific phone number or something like that. Yeah. Or how they didn't throw him out after that. I, don't uh, know. I, I know, I know. But, but, but I, was, I was thinking about that. Is, is, was that actually um, a benefit to Albo? Um, in the grand scheme of things, in, a, in in the sense that it was very early on, it was a moment when uh, people realised, hang on, is the campaign going to be about something that dumb? It's what they uh, say it's, like it's when you go nice to a wedding. It's the same as when you go to a wedding. Make a if, bad joke first. If you're going to shit yourself, shit yourself at the beginning of the shit ceremony. Shit early, shit often. Yeah, uh, no, not not often though. You get it done early. You bog Thank your God pants, and then married. and then everything moves on, and people. There's other things to think about after that. Oh my God! You don't crap yourself at the end. I don't, I don't know, but for me, it was more. It was yeah. Don't crap yourself at the end. Yeah. But but it was certainly it was a yeah. moment where it it crystallized a certain way of thinking that that I think a lot of people and. Uh, you see, like Michelle Grattan. So today oh, there was today. Oh. Yeah. Who was that absolute freaking tool from Channel Nine? What an upset. Oh, that was that was dick. despicable. Little but don't we know? Didn't Adam Bant put that in the bin uh, ages ago and say, "Look, Google it, mate." Like, oh, Google it, mate. Like, yeah. like, like I, but I think there is something. But Albo, I mean, people don't know what we're talking. Probably Albo was asked. He was at a, what is it, a renewable energy conference at Darling Harbour about his NDIS six point plan. And when he didn't say exactly what the six points were, the journo kept pressing him and pressing him. And the snippet, the anchor in the news studio was saying a horrible, 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 horrible gap. It was like, what did he do? I'm thinking, oh, God, Albo's gone out and accidentally strangled a litter of kittens. Yeah, yeah, he grabbed a woman's you know. tits in front of everyone. It's like, oh, sorry, I didn't realise what I was doing. No, none of that. 
She was talking about how she throws it over to the journo on, on the side. Who is who, who, who can still see the wee-wee stains in his pants because he's so proud of himself. Oh, look what I've done. I've caught out the person. It was fucking disgusting. It was just... It was disgusting. And then after he couldn't name it, they went back to the studio for a moment and then it flashed back in with saying, and then what's worse, a staffer hurriedly gave him notes and he had to refer to them. It's like, yes. yes. Government, is a, government is a whole yes. bunch of people. Yes. I, I, just think, I just think there is a bit that says, you know, the... Um, the, the coverage that is just about photos and just about dumb little little gaffes is is a pox on everyone's houses and, and, and it is tainting Australian politics. And I, I think, think there are many people, like leaky. the teal voters, and I, I do, I think people are saying, look, I, you don't have to talk, I don't have to know all of the policy issues, you don't have to talk about all of them, but no. there are actual real things here and I want to know what, what are people going to do about things like cost of living. So, oh, so what if, you, if he sat there and, and reeled off, or if anyone did, you know, this and reeled off the six points. Here are my six points, blah, 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 blah. That it'd be, oh, he's just got a slogan and nothing behind it. Yeah, he's just memorised so it, So yeah. it's just, it's crap. But like Michelle Grattan's tweet, what was it? Um, but can't, before you, I just going to say, the, the thing that disappointed me most was that Albo, sadly, doesn't have the composure to go, seriously, we're doing this shit again. He yeah. said, Bill Shorten's already spoken about this. Mm. There are a whole bunch of points. We're not here to talk about every damn thing we're going to do. Yep. Go, go, yeah, Google it, mate. Like, he should have... Yeah. It's sad he didn't he have the composure. Kind of, kind of, almost. It was close. I reckon it was going through his mind, but he didn't have the. I mm. think. I think it's a, Adam Bant's in a different position, of and, he and is. he can be more gutsy. Of course, Albanese is is threading a tighter needle than than he Adam could, Bant. He could, he could yeah, because um, you don't want him to have a hissy fit, and then everyone no. goes, His, "Oh no, we could never send him to France." That's that's <laughs> the place where we can't have hissy fits. <laughs> so Morrison didn't that, do very well with Macron. Anyway, get, uh, M- Michelle Grattan, uh, lots of gotcha questions to Albanese. Maybe everyone could be asked to recite their times tables. And it's really, it's yeah. that. Yeah. You know, it's 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 dumb. It's, it's, it's about dumb, what people are going to do. It's uninformative. It's, and, and it also makes them look like shallow dicks, you know. The, the and no one likes a shallow dick. Hey, I want to do another little, little hate on journos uh, thing. I know. Uh, and look, even I'm joining in. Oh, and I, and yeah, you love journos. I do, and I like. I genuinely do. I love it as a craft. But <laughs> my God, it's gone bad. No, there are, there are great journos out there, but there are also dumb ones. And so, um, <laughs> this is a tweet from uh, Michael Rowland. Interesting uh. fact check on the coalition's claims: a hung parliament will lead to chaos and confusion. Turns out, according to this analysis, the Gillard minority government had more success in passing legislation than the Morrison government. Oh, my God. Congratulations. How long has he been paying attention? Look. Last week. Uh, You forget everything. I was trying to give give him some points there thinking, okay, maybe he's crafting it for a different audience. Yeah. yeah. You know, trying to find that. But even even then, the turns out analysis shows. No, and and, but the other part that's not kind of added on to that is that the the manager of government business at that time of Mm -hmm. the Gillard government putting through more legislation. Let me guess, let me guess, Bob Catter. Yeah, with uh. Anthony Albanese. So this whole thing that, that, that Albanese is doing, and it was a big thing in the ALP launch, which was last Sunday, mm. is he talks a lot about um, consensus. He talks mm. about bringing people together. I mean, it's, And it's, corruption. Uh, no, he doesn't talk about the... Oh, can that well, be consensual? He's still, he's still from Labor. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it, it's it's that whole thing of you you have to bring people together to make the decisions and do that. Now, that's partly coming from a union background i think but but also uh just just that idea of who who's going to be able to negotiate with a crossbench who's 
going to, you know, all that stuff that the Gillard look, government Look, in Scott Morrison's defence, he doesn't want to negotiate because he doesn't want to actually do anything. Of course. Like, oh, well, even, there's nothing even to the, negotiate on. Even on yeah. the stuff that he, he, he supposedly say. wants to do. So if he wants to uh, kick some trans kids in the genitals, or that would be his goal. Yep. Uh, even if he wants to do that, he'd go, oh, I couldn't get through Parliament. I'll just sit back and cook a curry. Like, he's yep. not he's not yeah. bothered by not actually doing anything. He can partially, say, partially. oh, damn, it was too hard to get through Parliament. Yeah. You've got to yeah. elect me again and get rid of those people. Like, yeah. he's... He's not a doer. Yeah, imagine a, if he actually got shit done and people had to say, so you just pushed that piece of legislation through and this has been the repercussions. What do you think? He's like, Labor Party. Ah, the, the church. Like, what would he do? What would he do? He'd shit himself. So Josh Frydenberg today went on this whole thing about a hung parliament. They're really worried about it because they keep talking about it all the time. And it's very funny. So there was there was an interesting... Link. Well, isn't it, isn't it that they're trying to worry people about it? Rather yeah, they're than trying... That, yeah. yeah, sorry. They're because trying to, they're worried. No, no, they, they, they think it'll be a way to shore up a bit more. A bit so, more, yeah. yeah they're, they're trying to get people basically not to vote for the Teals. But So there was an interesting thing that happened today was a, an, a debate in a seat in um, Melbourne, like so Kooyong, was broadcast on Sky News and mm. on their website today between Josh Frydenberg and just Monique Ryan. So it wasn't even like uh, the other yeah. candidates who yeah. were it's, running. It's the two people who have a chance of winning. Yeah, I know so it's the two people that have a chance of winning, but usually you have other people's, you, you know, if you're going to you do an electorate yeah. seat being done, you do that. Um, so I found that very interesting. But <laughs> Frydenberg went off about the hung parliament thing and said, you know, you'll end up like Italy where they change change people every, every week and all the rest of it. And I was like, wow. That's not actually what happens, but anyway, good on you, champ. He, also, he was really Australia. Crazy. Australia has had uh, a worse record of prime ministers than Italy over the last decade. Oh so. yeah, we just spread them out. Except for Scott. Uh, well, and, oh, and, no, no, and remembering turning them over, and, and, and I mean. remembering that um, Italy's, oh, yeah. Italy's record of long prime ministers includes Silvio Berlusconi. So I don't know if you want that record. And, and, bing, bada, boom. and was <laughs> was Benito technically the, the the prime minister, or was he the president? It was, El was du- he? It was El Duce. The Duce. I don't know what he was. The douche. Uh, but yeah, that, the, the hysteria watching watching. What would Frydenberg we call the Good Day Studio Italian Politics podcast? Oh my giddy! <laughs> they call it Good Eye. Good Eye. Oh, that would be something. Uh, any more teal time? Give me some more teal oh, time. Teal time. Mm. Okay, I'm just trying to think. I'm just having a look. You know, at you know here's my teal time. This Please. is this is a very offensive take, but love I got. It, do, love you, it. do you remember when Katie Katie Hopkins, um, uh, British shock oh, jock, yeah, and, and Andrew Bolt equivalent? She was in Australia for ten minutes and then she got kicked out. She will. She, oh, she's the one who came to the door nude in yes, quarantine. Yes. I, every time I look at Catherine Deves, I think something like that. Oh, that yeah, totally. I, I think... Wait, she, wait, 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 wait. You also imagine her nude whenever time you see her? <laughs> no, I don't. I actually think... You know you know how sometimes you're in change room at like at the, the gym or the swimming pool or something like I that? I don't, but keep and, talking. And some people enjoy the nudeness in a way that's like, that's really weird. Like it's... it's the, this like, is something you should be paying extra for. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. They're, they're, they're owning they've, the room they've, with they've, their nude. They've, they've, um, they've done their laps. And they come out, and then they're brushing their teeth in the nude, like, <laughs> or they're or they're putting their makeup on in the nude. And I kind of feel, I, know, I, know. I kind of feel that maybe Catherine Deves, just 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 a guess. I don't know. I don't know. She's not always nude. Not always nude. <laughs> I reckon you might be right. That's oh. that's like Katie Hopkins. Unverified. I, I, I'm, unverified. Of course, unverified. It's speculation. But I, but I feel like Katie Hopkins would be doing. I feel that maybe the whole there might be a sort of. She she had feelings about the change room, and maybe those feelings are a little bit. You more. know, you're just reinforcing the fact that when you think of Catherine Deves, you just think of her naked. I'm not saying anything there. Like no, no, you don't need to. 
It's been said. It's out there. I want to talk about Kuyon again. Do we get sued for that? Am I getting sued for that? No, I don't, I think, don't so. think so. Uh, it's a compliment, man. So that's how you get. Ri- that's how you. That's how you not get sued for something by saying, "Are we getting sued?" So I don't think so. That's. The- I don't think we'll use that with everything. But oh, no, we're all getting sued for laughing at Ben Robert Smith. Oh, he's stop, suing. He's stop. suing. No, he's suing everyone for laughing at him. Yes, that's true. Well, then stop being funny, mate. Carry on. <laughs> So uh, billboards in Kuyong, which oh, basically yes. just say keep, Bill who? keep Josh. <laughs> we're uh, we're like, begging you. They forgot please. Yeah, it was, it was no, it's not even a please or thank you or anything or I'll buy you dinner or they, anything. They, it just and looks so desperate. What was it? The, so how good's our economy on the, on the abandoned bank? That was one of my favourites. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's literally got, there's, a, there's an abandoned bank and well, all, no, all yeah, the yeah, windows yeah. are covered in billboards saying Josh, dead shop front, strong yeah. economy, blah, 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 blah. No, one of them was built as a bank. I don't know if it's true. Oh, my but God, but the deadness of it, it just looks so dead and it's just like. It looks mm-hmm. really bad. So he was asked about the billboards today in the uh, uh, audience of undecided voters. Like, basically, what's that about? Like, what are you what are you trying to convince us to do rather than just keep me, you know, keep you and in a job? And and he he basically said, yeah, yeah, it's about keeping me. Oh, you know, even if you don't like the government and you might be upset with some of the things the government did, if you don't vote for me, then you won't have me as your local member. Yeah, you'll get someone else without yeah, me. He said, if you don't vote for me, you won't get me as your local member. And I'm like... Mm. Now, 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 to be fair, that's true. Mm. Oh, look. That would be the point. Yeah, but it was just like... Right. And you could just see Monique Wright, who was... I've never seen her speaking before and that, but I wouldn't mess with her. And she... She, she knows just, how to use a scalpel, man. She was like, yeah. Oh, did you see that backfire? I mean, I, it's got to be oh, a backfire. with the mother-in-law. With the mother-in-law. That, that, that okay, so Monique Ryan's mother-in-law, I believe, is like 89. And and I don't know the truth of any of this, but except for what Josh Frydenberg said. This yeah. was at a Liberal Party event. and he's, No, 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 in the street. Even they both no, 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 no. Sorry, he was he was telling oh, the story, telling the story. At, at a Liberal Party event. Mm. The story he was Speak telling to, to the Liberal Party voters is that Monique Ryan's mother-in-law came up to him and said, words to the effect of, you're a great member, you've got my vote. And and so he told that story in a – and it's like, do, do you really? You, really? You're going to that. You're using someone's mother-in-law. Do you know the best thing about that is how deliciously frightened he is? It makes me happy. Oh. Well, there's that as well. But also, um, Monique Ryan said today, because it came up today, and she said, look, I made a deliberate thing. We weren't going to make this personal. We're going to talk about the policies. We're going to talk about the electorate and all the rest of it. You made that personal. And he said, oh, well, I just thought – and he doubled down. It was like, oh, well, you know, your own, you know, your own mother-in-law basically is, uh-huh. is not – and she said she can vote for whoever she wants. That's the whole point of it. Like yep. – not worried. Not 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 bothered. Not yeah. bothered. Yeah. Toilet bothered. Yeah. Did you? Uh, the other the other one. Uh, there was. Like, I, I was thinking about this. You know the was it was it this week last week uh, when the Murdoch papers. You know they, it was billed in crikey as their break glass in case of emergency. Big yeah. big splash well, it was on yeah. the weekend. Bi- yeah. On the weekend, big yeah. splash for both Frydenberg and Catherine Deves. And the thing that fascinated me about that, if this is you know big splash for them, it's Murdoch against the Teals. Like yeah. it's it's really yeah. it's it's not even it's not even against the Labor Party, yeah. and it's very much okay. Preserve Josh because um, he might be uh, he's he's worth keeping around as a future Prime Minister. Yeah. And Catherine Deves, I think that's partly them trolling. But it's it's interesting that their break glass in case of emergency is hostile to Teals more than the Labor it Party. It stinks of save the furniture though, doesn't it? It does. It it really does. Mm. Obviously, Scott Morrison's going to win, listener. Just no, that's just the other remember thing we that. Have to keep remembering. Just remember that. Ourselves. No, no, I've I've. Just took out a second mortgage and bet it all on labour. Is that the was that the right thing to do? Uh, just to add one one more thing to I don't know if this is to Kuyong. It could be for anywhere. Um, but Rochelle Miller, uh, who accused uh. Alan Tudge. Oh yes. Who uh, where is Alan Tudge? 
who is Alan Tudge, why is Alan Tudge, of bullying during a relationship, makes historical claim against another Liberal MP. Yeah, and and also we still don't know what the half a million and the how much did she yeah, half, half a million, million dollars yeah. um, was actually for or anything like that. I think if a if a minister costs that much money, there's something. I don't I don't think ministers should be allowed to have non um, get people to sign non disclosure agreements. Interesting. I don't know. I haven't thought that policy through. So don't vote for me or against me based on that no, one. But, it but is, yeah. I'll bloody do it. I'll yeah. bloody do it, Australia. <laughs> you double down, Dal. Oh, I will. I will. But but <laughs> no, I, no, I just, I'm voting against I just you. don't. Th- I, I get like a corporation. You can go. I, look, there's some things you can't. You, you can have non-disclosure on. Like don't sure. don't sell out our secrets and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, like our, our widgets. We're building a widget. Don't but reveal our crimes or the reasons we pay you, money. Should you be able to? I mean, this is the thing of all of the non-disclosure uh, settlement agreements in sexual harassment, harassment cases or assault. Uh, they then go on somewhere else, and no yeah. one can talk about it, and so they just do it again. Yeah, yeah that's called. Isn't this what Grace Tame fought called against? It sounds like something enough. she'd fight against. I don't think she's finished because okay. it's not quite fixed. And, oh. and yeah, and indeed, she probably has a seventy-year career in front of her. Oh until god, I hope so. You know, she's going to be prime minister, right? Oh god, I hope so. Um, what else was there? Uh, <laughs> just, Will's, just, Will's just frozen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, oh. Look, I just, I, I just I, want more I, I only, women. I, absolutely. I just, I just, it would be, I wouldn't necessarily wish that on her. If we're talking Chalmers, can we, can we, I mean, Josh, can we talk briefly about the, the Chalmers debate? Uh, no, no, we're not allowed. Yes, go. No, I don't want to know. You just put me off my gun. Sorry. So this I, is sorry. a series of national press club debates that are happening. They had their treasury one yesterday. Good background. Well and done. They you made that so natural. Today. So this was the treasury one, but there was this, the bit that I loved, I just caught the snippet where, Frydenberg was claiming Labor will raise taxes and raise spending. It's st- same old trope. Blur, blur, Labor bad with money and do, 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 do. And Chalmers said his opponent is lying when he says the Labor government would always tax more. So Chalmers basically says, the Treasurer has just lied to you. Um, well, after Frydenberg had said this, he said, in every way that you measure tax in the budget, this government has taxed more than the last Labor government. That's just a fact. They've taxed more in total. They've taxed more as a share of GDP. They've taxed more per person and they've taxed more adjusted for inflation. So that's a lie and we need to call it out when we see it. And Josh looked like he had to go away and change his undies. He had nothing to he had say. Nothing. He, he, he had a quivering lip today. There was he really did. His face has gotten fatter in the last day. Oh, no, no, no. He's comfort eating. And definitely. <laughs> no, it's, back, it's backlogs of tears. No, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> well, Okay. But okay. no, watching like, like Chalmers delivered it so so. Oh yeah, he's Doctor Chalmers delivered it so calmly and clearly. A yes, for a doctor he is. What sort of doctor? A, a good one. A financy doctor, I think. Oh, a fine doctor of yeah, financy. But just, just, okay just Josh's face was was treasure. just he was stunned, and he should be because he was utterly called out, and it was such a clear fucking sledge that was in a fact based. There was nothing he could do. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, so, can we talk about now the, the flow on from last week's uh, fabulous um, well inflation rate? Oh, yeah, go to oh. that's a big t- story. It's, it's like we got the big story at thirty four minutes in. Yeah, I mean, well, obviously the listeners come been, to us to find out the news. I've never been so news. happy. My mortgage is going up. Never, I never. <laughs> I just got a thought. I had a little frisson of oh wow that up went that went up slightly more than I was expecting it to. But okay, so what, a, I hear that all the time. So, so, <laughs> so, 
How do we make Dead Science the title, though? This is my question. <laughs> <laughs> so they went from uh, interest rate of 0.1, which is, you know, free money, to 0.35, which yeah. is slightly less free money. Which yeah. is weird because, you know, I, I just got to say, I get that their steps are 0.25, a quarter of a percent, but they've they've, they've stepped to a non-step height. This I is, know. This is, this is what confused this is, me. This hurts. This is, this so is, you're going to have to fix this at some point. Or you're going to have keep, to level it up. At some point, you're going to have to do a 15-point rise or a, or yeah. a 45-pointer. No, it doesn't always have to be round numbers. Man. Oh, no. Yes, no, it, it does. does. It come does. on. What, are they going to rise it by 0.13? Eight. Look, the yeah. world's in chaos as it is. We can't have these uneven, numbery things as well. I think it's, it's good. I think it's good. It's like this a vaccine. This is why I can't watch the Marvel movies and all of that kind of thing. Maybe just a dial. Mess. Like it's analog. We should go analog with the interest rates. They just sort of like they get, it's not even number. It's just sort of a, a qualitative a feeling. Mm, you got a dial, much. slightly more or less red or green. Yeah. So the big four banks, in all their wisdom, well, they passed it all on in full. What? Right, right. Straight I thought up, they would Next morning, I thought they wouldn't. Well, I thought you could rely on the banks. Oh, look, it's gonna. It's going to be messy. This is going to get messy really quickly, I reckon. I think it's great. It's not. There's going to be a whole lot of people that don't no, have homes. And no, I think it's, it's great. Yuck. I, they don't anyway. But what, what I, I enjoyed, what? so... Uh, the, no, they're, they're, they're different people. They're different oh, people. Yeah. New people. New people. Won't. Well, I didn't know that. I'm, I'm not a financial housing real estateologist. The, the, um, did you see the little interview on Monday? The gaslight versus I'm going insane. Like This is one of the ones where I thought I was going to have a stroke. When... Um, Morrison was asked about the uh, the interest rates, et cetera, et cetera, and the potential harm it would do to his election campaign and blah, blah, blah. He said, it's, I, I can't even, it's not about politics. What happens tomorrow deals with what people pay on their mortgages. That's what I'm concerned about. It's not about what it means for politics. I mean, sometimes you guys always oh. think and see things through a totally political lens. So he was talking to the journalists. The journos, they're the political ones, not him. Like, I... Yeah, I don't see. I don't see politics. I don't look at things. The like fucking that. brass of a human like that to actually say that out loud on are record saying, is amazing. Are you saying he's different to that? Like it, that might not be a true assertion that he doesn't see politics. Honestly, I, I listened to that and I thought I th- I've either gone mad or had a stroke. And then I thought, oh no, it's a Scott. Bit of both. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, true. They're unrelated. But I just thought, I. So the other the other interesting thing that happened on Tuesday with the interest rates going up was that the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe gave a press conference, which is not the norm. They don't do that. No, they faceless do. men. Yeah, they do not do the that. Public autocrats. Mind you. Weird, weird. Yeah. So, but they but felt that they had. I I would assume felt they had to go out and put some things actually on the record before. Why they, they Why they why went up to point three five, which is a weird number. Weird number. Well, they didn't actually address us personally, which is. I found offensive. But they, they really should have got it. Okay, okay, number alert. We know that who like things, who like things oh, you got your OCD, you like to have things lined up. We, we get do. it, we get it. We at, the, we at the Reserve Bank believe that, but we have another reason. Just give us a reason, man. Yeah, so they did that. but it, So that was Numerology. quite That was quite quite interesting, I thought, that they made the point of doing that. I love it. I, I want it to be 0.389. Oh, my God, you're a heathen. I bloody love it. It makes me happy. When it's weird, it makes me think maybe it's real. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It would make me feel like when it's like, neat, you're like, nah, it's fake. But yeah, that's why Josh couldn't. I mean, uh, Dutzo couldn't raise thirty grand neat because then that would be obvious that you put the money in. Exactly. Right. So if I it's neat, it, it's gotcha. fake. If it's weird, it's real. <laughs> that's how numbers work. Are we going to talk about things that aren't real? Uh, do we? we do, do, should we say more about the interest rate rise? Oh yeah, do, please. Do, does it? Does it? Uh, do, is it a? Um, is it a, a kick death, in the balls? A kick in the balls, a death knell for the Morrison government. There was there was a lot that that had him 
pinned between, you know, we are the ones that can manage the economy versus we are not responsible for everything. Yeah. That every, we, every, we can manage it without is, having any power. Over everything it. is yeah. outside forces, both the interest rate but everything else. Everything, you know. everything was... Because not of our over- fault. overseas pressures and everything else, but we're the ones you trust with the economy. Yeah, uh, trust us with the economy. Told us we don't that do you don't do anything with yeah. it. So okay. he, he had he got it. There was a great little gotcha there in two thousand eight. Scott, in his early days of Parliament, actually, there's a nice quote on him about that. Because you know, as, as Siege uh, schooled me, the uh, the Rudd election where Howard got bounced, there, there was a rate rise during the election campaign. Also, when Scott yes. Morrison got elected. Yes. Yeah. So he said. You could argue that they, as in Labor, were somewhat successful in prosecuting an argument that if interest rates were to rise, then the government should be accountable for those things. And as a result, the government should not be elected. Well, if it's good for them, it's good for us. So he, back then, when he started, was saying, actually, of course, of course we should be able to make them accountable for the rate rise, et cetera, et cetera. Not anymore. Them being Labor at that Them time. being Labor. That's so, so now it seems maybe... I, I feel like he doesn't think that anymore. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's when you make these emphatic statements, it's just don't, just don't. But would that be an emphatic statement, Siege? But yeah, I think actually. I think the, the, the interesting thing is that um, you know if if you were to define, and I think we're getting pretty close to it now, what is the dominant issue of this election? Um, you know, you can talk about there's various you know oh. referendum on Scott yeah. Morrison, Alco pops, um, uh, Alco pops definitely. Um, there's there's the Solomons, there's uh, COVID cost response, but yeah, no cost of cost living. So of I was living. waiting, I was waiting to say that one because cost I think absolutely it will be it will be it's getting clearer and clearer that mm. the thing that is is driving um, discussion clearly driving the Labor campaign, and I think Scott Morrison is trying to get away from it, mm. but this campaign is more and more. Every single day, cost of living becomes 2% more in the discussion, and people are really just, everything is cost, and, and the rate rise was just another moment. It's just, okay, everything is getting more expensive. The only bummer about the rate rise was it wasn't the week before the election or the week of the election. I think that would have been even more deliciously harmful. Well, it's, it, the timing's not too bad, because if, if you're looking for that kind of thing, um, oh, yeah. early voting starts on Monday, so, mm. like, mm. It's, you know, if you want to be cynical and look at it in that, but I think I, I think it's still I think the whole campaign I think it will more and more more of the conversations will be about cost of living. Like you see all of the ads going, the union ads going now. It's it's it, they're not even I haven't seen very much of the I don't hold a hose stuff yet. Um, oh, that's for the last week. Surely, that surely, is for the last yeah. week. and and yeah. I, I'm sure that stuff will come. But I do feel like it, if there is a policy issue of the campaign, not that this is quite policy, but it's cost of living, mm. and it's 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 mm. the something that every. I mean, I was looking at cream the other day. I was like, oh, you, me too. You fucking what, eh? Yeah, like, no, like you, cream you are eating. a connoisseur. Of I, cream. I have opinions on cream. You and, have a lot, and one needs to have a few different creams in yeah, the house for different like, sorts of things. The yes. thing about your fridge is that there'll be the thickened cream, there'll be the double dollop. There'll yeah. be your unpasteurized. You have a range of creams. You need creams for different settings. Look, anyway, anyway, but I was looking and I was, and there was there was a tub that was, was quite a nice tub. It's not necessarily my favourite for all occasions. Um, There's no such thing as an all occasion cream. No, there isn't. That's, that's not, the thing. That's, not that's the thing. thing. And I was looking, it's like, like six bucks. Mustard. Was that six bucks before? And I'd just been always How big putting was it. Two fifty. No, yeah, it was two fifty. And it was, and I always been putting in my trolley at six bucks. And no, I, I confess, I confess that I am not the most um, checking of everything as I go in. Sometimes I'm yes. a bit hungry when I'm shopping i'm like well, here we go here we go and All you right might as well go. have a little joint beforehand too and what did you come home with it's violet crumble just violet crumble it's friday morning i can't have a joint before shopping <laughs> jesus 
So no, but you're right. But the, I think I think the thing about the cost of living, and it was quite interesting to look at the uh, inflation rate and see all the different components that have made up what that figure was um, the previous week, is that th- yeah. the, the the different categories that make up the the basket it's, it's are not touching yachts. everybody except yachts. It's not super. It's not super yachts. Super yachts are still no. okay. But 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 they can get them cheap now because <laughs> oh, there's a thing going on. Ten percent discount. But, but, That's but, all look, worth it. I think there are still costs that flow onto all different stratas of the community. They do. Like everyone buys petrol or at least well, uh, at least well, most many people. Okay, so well, probably they, don't buy, they have electricity and that's not cheap yeah, yet. yeah, but but it's the fraction of your income that is spent on these things. So so yes, yeah. there is uh, there's a bunch of people that catch the bus and 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 don't don't buy petrol, but many 80% of Australia buys petrol. Yeah. But um, people who are in the the uh, what do we call them? Uh, the second quintile and the third quintile. Mm. Um, That's what I've always called them. Yeah, indeed. Uh, spend far more of their income on petrol than people in the top quintile. Mm. Yes, Correct. It's like things cost proportionally to the amount of money you have. <sighs> no, 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 no. It's just that you have, you, you, like, say, say, you know, people, people, oh. people that that are in the second quintile. So, so they're they're earning slightly below average incomes. They end up spending. Probably, I don't know the numbers on this. Say twenty percent of their income on petrol, ten percent yeah. of their income on petrol. Yeah. Whereas, if you're in the top one percent, it would be shockingly impossible to spend that amount of money on, That's on a petrol. That's fuckload like of gas. If, yeah. if Elon Musk tried to spend one percent of his money on petrol. Like Tesla stocks would plummet. Well, yeah, because he doesn't. But but still, no. That's what I meant, though. Like it, it is proportional to the size of your income. That's what I was saying. That's how percentages work. Well, yeah, something oh, like I don't that. Know. <laughs> you with your politics PhD. Oh you know. my god. The um, I just don't understand how much it costs to live. No, well, I yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, so it's going up. That's the thing. It's going up. The ABC. So does that mean you're for those, die, yeah. sorry, the, the, those of you who are interested in the interest rates, mortgage belts, very blah blah blah. ABC site has done kind of a bit of an overlay of um, what the mortgage stress levels are in different electorates. Oh damn, that's awesome! I want to see so that. Did, did Michael go, Rowland have a carriage? No, he did not. <laughs> Turns out people have mortgages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people can't afford them as easily as others. <gasps> Gasp. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, he's good. Yeah. Uh, look, he's just a little bit... Look, no. He's a... Bit, he's, uh, he's, no, look. I was going to make a really offensive... <laughs> <laughs> let's save it. A bit, um, of a, a bit of a buffer? So, <laughs> so let's move on. Um, okay, here's, here's one I like. Um, this is a nice story. Uh, it's, it's across the country, but I was reading the version that... Um, came to light in the seat of Herbert in Townsville. Oh, right. um, so they're doing the... Which is, i got to say, it's always a hilarious name. Herbert? Herbert. 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 Uh, Herbert lots of, lots of kids should be named Herbert. It'd be great. Lo- a lot, everyone. Little like Herbs. That's Herbs. Got, my next dog might be Herb. It'd be a good dog name. Um, or Yo-Yo. So uh, earlier this week, um, the position of the candidates on the ballot paper oh, yeah. was being read out. Mm. And, and with that came... Um, uh, so... Many of the candidates, you don't have to be there, but it's fun to do it. We'll go and sit in the room um, in the local office where they do it, and they they um, they like call being the name out for dodgeball team or something. Yeah, right? and they go, okay, Catherine Deves, no, she'll be second, and and whoever, and I don't have the list for her, but anyway, they went round and and they also read out the address 
And um, and so they would say, so this is in Herbert, so it's in Townsville. And so they'd go, uh, ALP guy lives in one Townsville Street, Townsville. And yep. uh, Liberal party, party guy lives in two fucking Townsville Street, Townsville. I don't know any streets in Townsville. There's yeah. The Rock, and it's a bloody good rock. So I love it. Is that a street? And The Strand. There's my Townsville Street, The Strand. So, so everyone lives on The Strand. Everyone's on The Strand. Sure, they have uh, Empire but, Circuit. But then they got to the One Nation candidate, and yeah. they go, oh, you're yeah. in, in fucking One Brunswick Street, street Victoria. <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Is that in Townsville? No, no, no. And apparently there's a whole bunch of ghost One Nation kids. It's supposedly <laughs> not illegal and some nerd political scientist reckons not even immoral, but I've bloody reckoned it. I reckon this. it's immoral. I reckon it's bloody immoral. Uh, you, you, not illegal. You can, be, you can be anywhere. And theoretically you could be right next door and it's just whatever. Yeah. But sure, I still think different. if you're representing that seat, you should bloody live there. But, yeah. but this idea of One Nation candidates. But this is what we talked about, uh, talked about last week is that of the 151 um, seats that are up in the lower house, the One Nation's running in 149 of them. Mm. Now, I don't think there's 100. We, and we already had one case of where uh, a name candidate was supposedly running in two seats yes. in different states. You can do and that, right? now we've... No. That one's a boo-boo. But it was at John no-no. Smith, though. Like, yeah. it could have been... They've could got, have been like, anybody. 12 John Smiths. Um, so those... I think that will be very interesting. But I guess if you're voting One Nation, you don't really care. That's my summation. Oh, it's just no, a that, fucking scam. And it's like, I get... Uh, you know, people say, okay, they have the right to vote One Nation, so they need to put a name on the yeah. ballot. You know, the right to vote any any of the big parties that want to run there. Uh it's just it just shows another way that it's just a scam to It's also raise such money. a pity the idea that you would actually there'd be people who might actually vote from Townsville for someone in Melbourne. Yeah. Because well, that's more important. They're one nation, that's it. So you play the sad. percentages because I think you have to get over three percent of the vote before you actually get the electoral allowance per mm. vote. Um so if you run in hundred and forty nine seats, you you're playing the percentages. You're gonna get a bunch. You're, 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 mm. you're gonna get some in some seats, uh, I, you know. So, so Pauline wrecks it. Oh, she always has. She always has. The people call her dumb. Well, no, not don't. she's she's wrecked. Well, I think when it I think they call money. her they call her uh, evil. Yeah. Uh, mm. Xenophobic. Mm. Please explain. Please explain. Oh, xenophobia. Okay, that was one. That was it. It's the hatred oh. of Xenos, who is the Greek god of footwear. No, he's a king. Greek king, Xenos. king of footwear. Did you do classics as well? Of course, I know all the classics. I know like fucking Led Zeppelin yep. and uh, yep, absolutely. and fucking uh, Hotel California. Uh, we were just discussing Black Sabbath, Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> I love doing that. Oh my god! Uh, speaking of the classics, you said Four Corners was a good watch this oh, week. Look, Siege. It, no, oh, good, <laughs> good. Four Corners this week was Can, a was. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 go. Sorry, sorry. Four Corners this week was about um, basically about Aspen Medical, which is a company oh, yeah. that got, um, shall, shall we say, more than $1.1 billion in a non public tender for um, personal protective gear during at the beginning of COVID, mm. uh, th- providing a service that they had never provided before. Oh, well, that's their okay, incentive to so, step up. But it was it, was it close to a service they provided before? Well, they were, they were known for um, uh, like medical recruitment oh. type stuff. Oh, we recruit doctors so we can definitely become a supply chain company. 
So there's yeah. So that, look, there's there was a whole lot. I'm of fucking stuff naive because we're in Canberra, and I thought I thought the non-tender limit was eighty grand. So obviously, there's a bit of difference between eighty grand and one point one billion. I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah, so no, hundred bucks. There's, there's different it depends ways. who you. There's yeah, a, if you go straight to the top and you go, hey, Mr. Prime Minister, you don't like ways corruption. You can get around that kind of stuff. There's different ways to get around it, but it's also is one of them do so, what you want and yeah, you can't get in trouble. Pretty much do what you want. Um, so they're a for-profit company. Um, there's a lot of uh, outcry about the fact that. Uh, Many um, crises around humanitarian crises around the world, where these companies swoop in and, mm-hmm. and maximise yeah. the bucks, help people. Um, they were the Four Corners story also talks about uh, international corruption and money laundering. I didn't, uh, yeah. So anyway, it's com- it's it's kind of it's kind of complicated, and then in other ways, it's kind of simple yeah. because the joining point is ex health minister Michael Woolridge, who was on the board until um, two thousand and fourteen when he got banned because he was involved with a company that did weird shit, and they lost the money. <laughs> Technical term. In technical term. Hell of a federal, coincidence that he, he was on the board. But so he 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 got, he uh, obviously facilitated entree to other people in the um, Liberal Party. Um, they had four corners <laughs> in the way that they do. Had uh, clips of Tony Abbott, um, uh, Zed Zelja talking about how what hey, a great a can, local boy Canberra, made shit. Canberra company because they're based in Canberra. They are. Um, so you had Tony Abbott, Zezza Zelja, Pe- uh, Peter Dunn. Um, they bring Nelson in. Julie Bishop saying what a great company they. All of those on film saying what a great company they are. And then this, this is archival stuff, right? Not recent. Yeah, no. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this is well in recent times. I mean, those mm. people are all in. Well, yeah, very it's, it's recently. It's not the 70s. It's not, it's not we're the, not talking the 70s here. Yeah. No sideburns on these. No, okay. no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. They also. Um, I do like the idea of a of a of a Julie Bishop with sideburns. I agree. Yes, and yes, yes, and <laughs> but a corruption racket that that took forty years from the seventies to finally pay off in when when finally there will I be a pandemic. Finally, a millionaire. So the the interesting thing was that they had a letter of uh, commendation signed by Greg Hunt, outgoing um, member and outgoing health minister, basically saying these dudes are good, um, trusted and reliable, and it was not dated and addressed to whom it may concern. Blank check. It was no, a, a blank endorsement letter. A That's blank different endorsement from, letter. Yeah, it's not far removed from a blank check. No, In this environment. I would give you a blank endorsement letter, and you too. Oh, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met us? No, man, I, I No, but I would draw the line at giving you a blank check. Oh, like, okay. I'd be like, you know. Oh, no, no, it wouldn't be the blank. You'd give us no, the blank endorsement go, to just, get the blank check. I would just go, yeah, good people. Anyway, it's 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 an interesting, again, in the true st- fashion of Four Corners, a complex story interestingly told in a way that you can follow and, un- you know, follow the bouncing ball and make your own conclusions. Lovely. The thing I think about that is, is that um, – it's it's one of those forgivable bits of corruption. I get. I'm not saying it's corruption. I, I think it's it's more that um, a whole bunch corruption. of money ended up in a place that. Oh, yeah, but it was just the, over a billion dollars. But it was the beginning of the pandemic, and and you know you know what I think is is I'm not going to judge. Like there's there's the okay. dumb things that the Morrison government did. Uh, like the, I'll tell you the next bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, there's like the the job keeper that ended up in Harvey Norman, where they yeah. still made big fat profits, and that's a forgivable piece of corruption. No, I'm saying that that like that's oh, not, I'm not saying that's corruption. I think that's incompetent, and I think that's the stuff that they should have done something about. But I yeah. do think that beginning of the pandemic, pumping money into the economy, getting PPE, spending more money than 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 proper due diligence would say, 
is not the worst thing. It was a, it was a, oh, it was look, a chaotic I, time. I can see. I don't, look, I still think it's a bad thing. I, I can see the reasons more than I can oh, see okay. the that. But I still think it's a bad thing. But then also, this company then went into oh, we can pro- provide surge capacity um, staff to look after the elderly in Victoria. Oh, they actually meant Sergey capacity, and that's so just one. So there was from- one place that had 117 residents, and five o'clock the night before they were all supposed to start, seven people were on the books. Mm-hmm. Um, that nursing home uh, subsequently, and I'm not drawing a line here because the coroner still hasn't made any decisions in that, but 50 people in that home died. Now, whether they died of um, coronavirus, whether they died of neglect, whether they died because they died, uh, we don't know yet. But yeah. there, there's enough stink. Can I just can I just just a slight segue, just because the number was very similar. I think it was like 53 people died of uh, COVID-19 uh, Today or yesterday? Uh, yeah, not today was fifty six. Oh, there you go. Just yeah. just to remind y'all uh, that Tuesday there's, um, was forty one. There's a murderous pandemic that's killing. Wait, people still die from that? Yeah. Yes, and not even mild deaths. Like, no. Not even mild huh. deaths. Yeah, no, yeah, fifty six today. So I know, I know, we've all moved on, but let's I just haven't. remember. No, we haven't. Okay, we you still two haven't. we still haven't seen the next train. No, <laughs> no, you, 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 you're such a, too much sci-fi in this guy. Like, you, 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 you wait, train. you wait. No, no, the next train could be delightful. It could be like a little kiss and a cuddle and a make your train. eyebrows. But look the one different. after that. No, no, I think if it starts to wind down a few times in a row, I'm okay with it. No, the trick to ending a pandemic is to ignore it and just go. No, it's apocalypse. You know, you just go whatever. Just the trick to ending the pandemic <laughs> is is Putin nukes Northern Ireland allegedly. Northern oh Ireland. Wow. Yeah, he was uh, one of his people was making threats about. Oh, I wasn't doing that. That was one of Putin's boys. Does it have to be so cold in Ireland? Did you leave Dolores alone? Not after you nuke it. Just in Sinead. Oh, yeah. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Leave, leave my hot Irish women yeah, alone. You're, they're your girls, aren't they? So can we talk about Fred Cheney? Yes, tell me, who is Fred Cheney? Fred Cheney was a uh, look, I Fred Cheney was just a good um conservative. Yeah, can like Moderate liberal in the old school moderate liberals. I always found, I always liked kind of listening to him. He, mm. I think, he was of that caliber that I've spoken about a few times here. Like which, Menzies. No, that actually. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was just throwing no, a name out that, there. That um, it was in the nineties, and it's kind of like that like whole John thing. If, if you've got, oh Jesus, I'm exactly. Um, As if. John if Howard you had and Tony good, Abbott were If Milton. you have a good opposition or you have a good government, the opposition improves or the government improves, you know, that yeah. kind of person. Yeah. And that's so uh, his niece, Kate, is running for one of the seats. Curtin. In, Curtin. Okay, is she Kate Cheney? She... She's Kate Cheney. Yeah. So he wrote a piece for the local paper saying. He wrote, it's in the age. No, no, no. But this is how it started, though. He oh, wrote I apologize. A pa- wrote sorry. a piece in the local paper yeah. saying, hey, my niece is running and, you know, and he's, and he was, you know what I really liked? I heard him interviewed the other day. He was just so proud. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. It was just really nice. He was just, you could just tell he was so proud. Anyway, she's kind of running as a teal candidate. I don't. Oh, she's Indo? She, yeah. I don't think she's got much of a, I don't think she's got much of a shot. But that's not the point. He was then invited to write a piece for the age. Yeah. And the Sydney Morning Herald, where he said, I was the deputy leader of the Liberal Party and I left, like, I've I've gone. This is not, these are not my people. And spoke very much about corruption and the lack of accountability and responsibility of ministers, blah, blah, blah. Rod, take it away. Oh, no, that's pretty much covered. You summarise it much better than me reading out the quotes, but that, that was the bottom line. So he'd been, what is it, 16 years a Liberal senator? Oh, yeah, he was in for a long time. A year as a, as a leader. Um, yes, it's his niece, but that's not the point. I mean, what he was saying is this is not the party I signed up for. 
Yeah, and, and he's I been think very clear and calm. I think his language is actually it's clear, but it's not outrageous. It's he's not, not he's outrageous. Not it's very considered. It's a good yeah. it's a good piece to read mm. if you're trying to understand where did the teals come from. Mm. And I, I think yeah. and I think if he was you know if he was thirty years younger, he'd be one of them. Oh, I, there's no question, and and it's not even. I was going to say it's it's more. He's not mad. He's disappointed. And I think that actually is it. He's just kind of gone. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, he's always, he's, he's always very strong on in Indigenous um, rights and issues. Very yeah. consistent with all of that when, in his time in Parliament. So, yeah, it's... it's yeah, like I, I, I would like to think that, that both parties are going to reform and do better after this election. I think it's lovely you'd like to think that. I know. It I makes it, you just it's adorable. My, it's my happy place. Can I talk about polls before we close? Yeah, talk about yeah, polls. I haven't even mentioned the AOP launch, but there we go. Oh, oh whatever. They have a launch. They, yeah. they won't be allowed. We'll, we'll they won't had be a party. Cake. There was like... Uh, there was cake. There was lamingtons. What was on the cake? What was the picture on the no, cake? I lamingtons. Actually, I don't know if there was cake. There should have been. There was. It was a giant freaking lamington, but no cream in the middle. Monsters. Lord Lamington hated those biscuits. The, the, the cake. I know, but he called them biscuits. He's wrong. And he said something more offensive about them. I fucking really? hate those biscuits. Well, he said... I, I, I'd I rather put them in my bum than my mouth. Lord Lamington, like they were named after him, Lamington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, was sandwiches, Lord and, Sandwiches, yeah, 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 all that. Well, well no, he invented them. He invented them. Like, no, so Lord Lamington was the governor of Queensland and yeah. they, they made Lamingtons and he's, and he's like, I hate these damn puffy biscuits. And I'm like, <laughs> puffy biscuits? The, it was back in the Joe days. It was, no, well before that. No, this, <laughs> this, this was before Australia was a, a federation. I think this was in the 1870s or something like that. But, but I, biscuits, it just blows my, like, that's why it sticks in my head. That, he's, he's they are, he calls them biscuits. If, if you're expecting biscuits and, and you get, get a lamington, I get it. Of course no, you're going to be left No out. wonder you're disappointed. So the Roy Roy poll, ALP gained one percentage point on the two-party preferred. So they're now 11% ahead of the LMP. Oh, that's not enough, though. They need it's to be not, 20. But it's interesting, so because we're talking interest rates and stuff. So the government confidence rating fell eight points. Oh. Eight points. Far now, and also, far like more Australians, uh, 50% now of Australians say the country's heading in the wrong direction. That's the interesting that's one. That's the interesting yeah. one, yeah. And yeah. do you think that, do you think so? This is the, one of the essential, the essential poll where they yeah. ask whether you, yeah. Um, well, this think, one, though I'm talking about the Roy Roy, but I'm sure yeah, others have showed no, it. Yeah. yeah, the essential one was about um, are we on the right track or the wrong track, and does this government need it need to go, or sh- and is it time for someone else to have and a go? Like, and, rack off, and pretty much the result is rack off. Although there is still this big chunk of people who are undecided. Yeah, no, that's interesting. It's it really off. interesting. I do believe, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, you know, with this interest rate rise, and it's like, ah, oh, you know, I hope Scott Morrison doesn't think, oh, it was the interest rate rise that killed my thing in the end. I hope, I'll I'll think that. That. I really, I really that. wish, John with Howard voting, does. I wish there was voting that you could you could say, and your and reason, is, and, and your oh, reason. wouldn't that be great? And, and you particularly, you, you Can I just, off. before you kill us, I want to compliment uh, Tim Smith for his Angus Taylor moment. Tweeting out or putting out on social Which media. Which Tim Smith? Is this Tim Smith that was the Victorian that crashed his car while drunk driving? The politician. This is what he said I'm, about I'm, himself I must by, be. by accident or deliberately. This guy is smart. Everyone should listen to him. He likes economic opportunity oh. and decarbonisation. He's interested in building Wilson. Australia's clean and yeah. industrial future. What are you talking about? This is him talking about Tim himself Wilson. Tim in Wilson. the third person. It said Smith. No, Smith. Tim Smith's Smith. the one you're talking about. Where? With Australia. <laughs> We haven't even talked about Mike Cannon Brooks. Australia's most, oh, by most. The, just by the way, well the, researched. The um, Great Detailed. Barrier Reef's fucked as well. Precise. Who, who's fucked? The Great Barrier Reef. Oh, yeah, we knew that. Uh, yeah, I look. Didn't, I didn't use it anyway. <laughs>
Oh, look, we love you, listener. Um, Alan Jones is back. He's doing his digital show. First two guests, Pauline Hanson and Josh Frydenberg. Fuck me. At the same time, all nude. <laughs>